baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away. Today, we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen. And today is Election Day, the California primary among the elections taking place in seven states, the others being Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico, and South Dakota. After all the campaigns and storylines that have developed, what are we to make of this Election Day, and what should we be watching for after the polls close tonight? For some thoughts on those questions and others, we turn to our professor, Professor David McEwen. So how about it? What intrigues you most about today's storylines? Uh, well, good afternoon, Jeff and Patty. I think there are a couple of things to pay attention to out of this particular election. One is there's a lot of late spending by independent expenditure groups. While this is not a, a very big turnout election, uh, that probably hurts some down-ballot races, there are some elements here that are particularly interesting about what is going on with spending by outside groups. That could be important for November, particularly in some of those House races. You also have this top two system, right? The top two uh, vote getters moving on to November. That could affect uh, a number of races, especially down ballot. And while we have money in the top two, we also have that uh, huge LA mayor's race and the DEA recall here in San Francisco. So there are some things to watch. They tend to be down ballot. So pay attention more to the trees, I think, than the broader forest and what comes out of uh, tonight's results. We're going to talk more trees and forests. Uh, we are going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Mike Madrid. He is a GOP political consultant and partner at Grassroots Lab. Thank you very much for talking to us uh, today. I'm interested in what piques your interest. What are you really looking for? What will you be looking for after 8 p.m. tonight? I'm looking uh, particularly at two things. The first is turnout, which seems to be off, seems to be significantly lower than we have seen in the past four election cycles, that could be a very significant warning sign for Democrats heading into the midterm. Even though there is not a lot driving turnout, the enthusiasm gap between Republicans and Democrats has been considerable. And if it manifests itself in a low turnout election, again, this uh, November here in California could be problematic. The second thing I'm looking at is whether or not the crime and law enforcement issues that have dominated the minds of voters over the past year continue to do so. We'll see that specifically in the race in San Francisco, and we'll also see it in the uh, results of the race in Los Angeles for mayor. Uh, thanks again for joining us. And as, as you look at this, you, you've written widely and discussed openly kind of the uh, concern for the tone and tenor of our politics. We've seen a, a, a divisive four or five years. We're in a divisive period. Where, where are things today for our politics? And what are some of the concerns that you have about that tone and tenor moving forward as we head especially to a divisive midterm period? I'm particularly concerned about the acerbic tone, about the nature of our politics, because it has brought governance to a grinding halt. 
virtually at every level of government. It's not just the United States Congress anymore. It is now happening at our local government level uh, uh, with counties and cities where people are seeking to elect either Republican or Democratic mayors and county supervisors in a way we have never seen before. My strong sense is this is the beginning of a trend, unfortunately, and not the end. The country and this state are going through extraordinary demographic, technological, and economic transformation. It's a a once-in-a-century development. We're having all three dynamics occurring at once. It's causing an extraordinary amount of unrest and chaos, frankly, in our political system. And as I mentioned, I don't think we're at the end of that cycle. I think we're probably at the very beginning of at least two decades of what's likely to be very acrimonious uh, political discourse in the country. Let me follow up on that question and ask you what we might do to change that uh, curvature. Well, the hope is always that what we can do is find a way to uh, find some commonality. And increasingly, as we are dividing, becoming more divided um, by our media, um, by our, our um, sorry about that, by our um, uh, changing demographics and by the split between the growing divide between the, uh, uh, the wealthy and the poor, the best way, I think, is actually going to be a little bit unique. It's going to be uh, the significant involvement of private entities seeking to help government move along towards finding social solutions. And I think if we're able to do that, to really demonstrate a more uh, better public-private partnership in our, in our public policy space, we can probably find less partisanship and more solutions, even though it may be through a non-traditional way of governance. That's fascinating. Give me an example of what you're talking about. What kind of private entities? Yeah, well, let me I'll speak specifically. There are large groups like broadband telecom companies who are literally the infrastructure of our digital information age. Uh, of course, California is home to Silicon Valley and a lot of the innovation that has driven um, uh, some of these changes. But they've also led us to extraordinary income inequality here in California. We've got the highest poverty rate uh, in the country, and it's getting worse. We have extraordinary challenges with our public education system. A lot of these companies that deliver broadband can be really helpful in actually working outside of the bounds of government and regulatory environments to bring uh, um, a lot of these technologies and access points to uh, to, to, to uh, underrepresented, uh, underrepresented communities, to minority communities, to poorer communities as a matter of good business practice. And I say that because we don't need to go through the traditional means of, of requiring or demanding companies to do it. We're finding that in this new era, uh, a lot of companies are trying to find and solve these social problems as a matter of good business practice. And those types of things are literally happening right now. Mike, as we as we look at this and you talk about kind of these partnerships and what goes on, I mean, you've been kind of at the forefront of a lot of this demographic change and talking about what Republicans need to do. They're sitting on the cusp of what will be a midterm win for them, it seems, in November. So does that mean that Republicans have to put something out, the contract with America we saw in 1994, but do they have to put out a plan, or can they just, if you will, get elected and then move forward and investigate Hunter Biden over and over and over again? That's a really great question, and it's actually a very important one, too. The unfortunate answer is, in today's era of what we call negative partisanship, what is driving voters, what is driving the electorate, is actually what voters are against, not what they are for. Uh, we see that time and time again, and you brought up the contract with America. 
that was really the last time that voters were driven uh, with a delineated specific, you know, 10-point plan uh, to give them a mandate on governance. Uh, that was, you know, 25 years ago. Uh, now you are literally seeing um, the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell saying we're not going to put forth a plan because we don't want to be a target uh, for politics. We're just going to oppose everything that Joe Biden does. And presumably that's enough, at least it has been over the course of the past two decades. Um, so, so I would expect that Republicans will not put forth items that they uh, will purport to stand for. They will simply be opposed to, uh, to the Democrats' agenda. And when they do get into a governance role, as is widely expected, I think you will probably see uh, continued effort, as you mentioned again, to, to, to um, launch uh, committees investigating the Biden administration, probably his son Hunter, um, taking a look at uh, the, the practices of the January 6th committee, uh, making the claims that they're purely political and partisan, um, and, and again, trying to attack the institution's uh, from the inside, of course, extraordinarily damaging to democracy, makes it virtually impossible to not only govern, but perhaps continue uh, the representative government that we've known and enjoyed for 250 years. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today, Mike Madrid, GOP political consultant and partner at Grassroots Lab. And of course, always a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen. We are going to be hearing from him a little bit later on. He's part of our extensive election coverage on air and on kcbsradio.com. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 